0: Lift every voice and sing Uh till earth and heaven ring. Uh Ring with the harmony of liberty. Let our rejoicing rise high as the listening sky. Let it resound loud as the rolling sea. Sing a song full of the hope that the presence has brought mm-hmm. us. Sing a song full of the faith that the dark past has taught us. Let our rejoicing sing. Mm-hmm. High as the live whole... skies. It, it's the 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 martyrs and and all of that. But that's that's the next stanza. That's the next no. It's not.
1: It's the ending. Yes, of it is. Like, oh no, no, it's, it's not. not.
0: No, it's, bruh, it's really not, bruh You missed a
1: whole closing up, bro.
0: No, I did. That's not.
1: Yes, you did.
0: No, I didn't.
1: Go back. Go back to that single song joint.
0: Don't pull it.
1: Don't don't pull it up on because I know you. No, don't pull it up. Go on and sing it. Go on and sing it.
0: Start the show, Cloud.
1: Your wife is texting the group thread, Hey, these
0: lyrics are wrong. So wrong. Thank you. It'll be your own house. It'll be Thank your own you. house.
1: at the let out heels in her head while she leaving out the let out i'ma meet my man's at the month month let out praying on the box here box with her tail out oh i can't wait i can't wait until they get out we be pressing here when we meet up at the let out city of atlanta
0: yes saints, saints goons uh, and aints
1: my god so, you need a Channing in the clutch, man. <laughs> you need a She's Channing. She's supposed to in be on my lane. side.
0: Okay, oh, okay, Anime Bullock. Okay, all right, all right, Anime.
1: Jesus. <laughs> Welcome back to the Let Out. Where? <sighs> got nothing to say. I'm just glad to be back in the number.
0: Listen, it's been, Listen.
1: It's been a long time,
0: it's been way too long.
1: We shouldn't have left you. Without a dope beat to step two. Step two. Step two. Step two. Pick a pick a Baby girl. Thank you. How are you, clown?
0: Listen, um, like. Wait, has before been, life you is...
1: even do it, before we even it's been so long, we don't even know how to start this joint.
0: Yeah. What's your name? Oh, y'all, I'm Mac Bride. And who are you? It's your girl Fantasia
1: Barino. And uh we're here.
0: Um uh, Who wears me out with that?
1: <laughs> Martin here. Uh don't get mad. Put your picture in my window. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that will never not be funny to me. It would never not be funny. My God. How you doing, man? Martin, life has been life. Uh, has, hasn't it? It's been lifing. So I think the last time that we we actually recorded, I don't even think I was married yet, but now I'm a whole husband. Um, I'm a whole father. I moved my family halfway across the country. So technically I'm no longer in the city of Atlanta. I'm now in the city of Tulsa here to reclaim some of this black Wall Street. Praise our God. Um, And I have a beautiful daughter who is turning my world upside down so yes, yeah is. life life has been good life has been good um what about you
1: this is your first father's day huh
0: it was my first father's day did you all slide oh sharday sharday it was a regular day though because i mean i do take care of my baby um and i take care of i take care of my babies my wife is included in that come on um so i made sure that the women in my life they ate yesterday um, we spent quality time I was pooped on my baby threw up on my robe at least a good three times and- <laughs> as, she, as she should as she should. and um, you know hey and I still got a think with body fluid um, there are some moments where I just want to just throw across the room um, but hey first it's my all, baby
1: first of all you're not going to throw my niece away <laughs> let's start there <laughs> let's start there my God, I'm just waiting for the blowout, fam. Just,
0: oh Martin, no, no. I've I've had to call Channing in the room at least three times. Like it's it's some diapers. It and it, it doesn't smell bad because she's breastfed, but it's like, oh, is it solid yet? No, this is that that seedy mustard yellow stuff. Okay, and don't let her cough. While you're, I'm talking about project. Oh no! Mm-mm.
1: Hell no, nah, boy! Y'all done nothing done it. I'm sorry. Hell no! Nah. Yeah. You Remember that? Mm. Yes. What happened to them?
0: I don't know. We That's we terrible. need we need to do a um, what is it called? Um, It come on TV one unsung. We need to do uh, an unsung let out.
1: Fact. What would that consist of?
0: We would talk about all of these artists. Like, I'm thinking through songs now. What happened to um, uh, somebody rocking, knocking no boots? Like, that H-Town. group. H Town. What happened to H Town?
1: One of their men, D- Dino died.
0: One of them got murdered That's in jail saying. by he... a Satanist. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, he got murdered by a Satanist. They talked about how this Satanist did a ceremony with his blood. In a jail cell, yes fam. It is Google. It's Google. Yes.
1: Yeah, I didn't get that memo, but you know, okay. Uh <laughs> Adina Howard with her t-shirt and her panties on.
0: We're gonna talk about Adina. Adina is showing up at a Atlanta t-shirt here soon.
1: t and my panties on. You remember?
0: <laughs> right? Everybody body, <laughs> Everybody body rolling. Everybody body roll What about What about the girl That was on uh, Bone Thugs of Harmony It's the rock It's the moon oh. I know I can't say Lady anybody. of Rage La- Oh Yes Lady Rage Off and
1: stuff With my Afro buff. Oh hey. You know what Shuffled on iTunes today mm-hmm. Phenomenon By LL Cool J
0: Wow! Something. Doo doo, damage, do, and something do, shocking, Damn, <laughs> y'all. We really grew up in an era that we will never see again.
1: Like they don't even have. We don't even have musicality like that on no. rap
0: songs. Yes. Do you remember when they used to have live sets on all that? Remember, <sighs> like. Or on Showtime at the Apollo, the artist actually had to sing. Like, Fact. you you weren't performing to a track; you had to sing.
1: Fact. Speaking of Nickelodeon reboots, did you hear that they're about to reboot The Rugrats?
0: Yeah, I did. And feeling little mama is a lesbian. <sighs> yeah, I mean, we always knew that she was a little different. It was just unsaid.
1: Like they just kicked the daddy off altogether.
0: Well, he wasn't around a whole lot. When we were kids, I think he may have been maybe like in two episodes or reference was made to him.
1: I remember feeling Lil's dad.
0: I don't. I remember Chucky's daddy. I remember Tommy's daddy. I remember Angelica's daddy. I remember uh, uh, the little black girl. What's her name? Um, Susie Carmichael. The Carmichaels. I remember the Carmichaels. Outside of that, Phil uh, yeah. and Leah had their mama. With that deep husky voice. Uh-uh. Yeah, you gotta Amen. go. You gotta
1: go. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad that life is
0: life for you, because. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Because life is yet life for you. Update us about the happenings in the world of Martin.
1: You know, we out here, God is God and he's being the Lord of all. And we love yeah. to see it. Um, I just did 12 hour prayer. Yes, in you Chicago did. Yes, you did. Pastor John Hanna. Um, that was, I don't even have the words for it. Um, T. Renee Glenn. Yes. Targeted. Yes. Fan, when I tell you them people hem me up like a church chair, like it was like <laughs> they pounced on me. I said, wait, wait.
0: And wait. if y'all are unfamiliar with these names, do the due diligence Please. of being a problematic cousin and researching Please. it. Like Please. find find these people. Please. Yes.
1: Yeah, man. Um it was very, it was a destiny moment for sure. Um, Absolutely. I think that the Vault Squad, we were the youngest intercessors represented on that platform, like, ever. Wow. Um. So, yeah, just to be in that environment. Like, I don't have words, man, for sure. Um. Yeah, I don't think my life will ever resemble anything that it did at one at one time before. So yeah. Yeah. Shout out to everybody who has prayed. Um yeah man and supported me with this endeavor. We're somewhere in between 1.8 million streams now. Yes
0: ma'am. Wow.
1: Um, And we just dropped this mixtape. What what was that? January the the. January, last? yeah, the yeah. last week of January. So, yeah. the fact that we're not even good into the summer and those numbers are out here, pop locking and dropping it. Yeah, fam, I don't know. Obedience changed my life. Yeah and people ask me all the time they'll ask you know like what did you do what was your strategy whatever whatever and it's like man I honestly got enough courage to do what God told me to do and he literally has exceeded all of our expectations because I love it. who was in that studio cackling like we always do
0: us Us. we, we was us the whole the whole time now, we did what we came to do. We did what we came to do, but that's us. We're going to do the assignment. We're going to do what God graced us to do, but fam, we are going to laugh, and I will be remiss if I did not tell you thank you for the opportunity to be a part of Prayers from the Vault. It, it was an honor. It was an honor, so thank you. I told you then. I'll tell you again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Yeah. See, y'all can't be doing this kind of stuff because I've been real tender since 12-hour prayer.
0: Yeah, I mean, them old people dumped on you. <laughs> They're not old. They're not old. The older saints, though. So. I'll
1: be minding my own self-business. And out of nowhere, I'll literally just start, start crying. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Man. T Renee Glenn literally leaned her entire body on me. Wow she literally sashayed over to where i was and she leaned on she literally leaned on me and in that moment to feel like the tangible impact of somebody's history was history
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah i'm gonna come out of that cuz i'm tender anyway uh god is somebody man and if he's yeah, he told is. you to do something
0: Please do it. Please. Please. Don't be out
1: here trying to be nobody else. Don't be out here trying to siphon and jack somebody else's anointing. Be who he has called you to be and do what he has told you to do. And I promise you, it will change your life. I mean, one of the biggest markets that we are streaming in is over uh, in Israel, and they're mm-hmm. fighting. And it's crazy because, and i we've talked about this before that historically the people who we are told to believe should not be calling upon the name of our God are over there in the middle East streaming, wave your banner enemies bow at the name, like yeah. death, wears your sting? It wears me out. If I sit in it too long, Yeah, it sends me somewhere. So shout out to everybody who has streamed, who has uh, purchased the mixtape, yeah. you've shared it with someone, you've reposted it. Like, I appreciate y'all for sure.
0: Yeah, I love it.
1: What 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 what
0: what listen what, it's what, it's so what, much what, what what so much has happened in the world. The block has been scorching hot. Um so yeah, take a jab at it, Martin. What's been going on in our world?
1: So One of the best tennis players in the world is sitting out of one of the most important tournaments of the year. Naomi Osaka of Japan, who at age 23 is ranked number two by the women's tennis association and has four grand slam titles withdrew from the French open, uh, which was a decision that she made to prioritize her mental health. That in itself is yeah,
0: that's huge that's huge
1: yeah that's yeah. that's nuts So the international sports establishment saw her decision as a stunning rebuke of the status quo. But it's evidence, too, of the changing paradigms of what professional athletes, particularly women of color, are willing to accept from an international media whose treatment of said athletes often teeters from embarrassingly ignorant to blatantly sexist and racist. Osaka rankled uh, this tennis establishment the other week when she said that she wouldn't participate in press during the French Open to protect her mental health, something she said sports organizations do not value when they force athletes to participate in press conferences. In a message written on the iPhone Note app, she goes on to say that if organizations think they can just keep saying, do press or you're going to be fine and continue to ignore the mental health of the athletes that are the centerpiece of their corporation, then I just got a laugh. On last week, Osaka, in a note to fans and press, said that she withdrew from the tournament altogether. Osaka's uh, withdrawal wasn't done with malice or disrespect it was a decision she made in her own interest and she chose her own mental well-being over immediate success but it will reverberate throughout sports and could prompt the powers that be to rethink how athletes and the press interact um I think that that's groundbreaking and I personally believe that it's going to take more um, athletes taking a stand um, for their mental well-being that will ultimately collectively send a message to um, sports establishments across the board from tennis to the NFL to the NBA, so on and so forth. So I think that is... um, I think that was very brave of her. So kudos.
0: Yeah. And and I, I even think too that even just the response of the establishment um, is evident and proof that they don't see black athletes as human. Um, she literally took a moment to claim autonomy over her humanity and saying that where I am internally, it's not in a good space. I know what y'all want me to do. I know what y'all, you know, are trying to impede and enforce, but nah, I'm choosing me over this. Um, so her doing that, it booked against, I believe, a historical system, um, that actually said that, you know, Black women can take a whole lot of pain. They can take a whole lot of trauma and, you know, there is no such thing as, uh, pain receptors within, um, African Americans, specifically specifically African American women so yeah i'm i'm very proud of her and hopefully her making this type of move um uh, reverberates for generations to come so yeah for
1: sure man i think as a black woman it's so important to say that it's exhausting having to be seen as strong all the time yeah and a lot of people um some that it's not malice or you know malicious and you know they'll say oh you're so strong and and it's like fam I don't always want to be be strong like that's not always like a compliment so the fact that we can have strength but still say like listen this too much back up like help
0: and honestly, that should really translate over into our sacred spaces. Um, yes. we see a lot yes, of yes, yes. leaders, spiritual leaders, um, burn out and and for You young people that are, you know, moving in places of faith and um, finding your identity within religious circles, make sure that you make time and you make space for your humanity. Schedule in sabbaticals monthly sabbaticals, weekly sabbaticals, um, um, mid year sabbaticals, yearly like, schedule that stuff, plan it in, and be okay with telling people, Yeah, no, I'm not praying for you today. Yeah, no, I'm not coming to that conference. Yeah, no, I'm not preaching. No, my schedule is actually blocked off for this whole month And I'm not coming around the assembly of the brethren um, Because I need to take time to assemble with myself If the real Jesus Christ of Nazareth Had to find time to back away from the multitude Back away from the 72 Back away from the 12 Back away from the 3 And find times of isolations for himself Who do you think you are? to believe that you don't need that for yourself. So, all
1: right, Fail. For sure. I think that one of the um, very pronounced roles of brothers and sisters, you, your friends should focus you. And I can say personally, yeah. um, even looking at my schedule, um, before all of this vault stuff really took off, having moments where it's like sitting with you and you mm-hmm. saying like, so you do know that you don't have my sign off. Like you're grown, you can do what you wanna do. You do what you wanna do, yeah. You don't have my sign off on any of this. Until you block off this date and this date, you need to yeah. at least make sure you are going somewhere and you are sitting on somebody's beach or in some kind of change or scenery to make sure that you're okay. So I think even building that into your personal space yeah. um, with your contemporaries, with your friends, um, with your loved ones, I think that is yeah, that's wisdom, man. So It's wisdom. Take yeah. care of yourself, man.
0: Yeah, Legit. and it's, it's the secret to longevity. I believe that. For sure. So fam, Juneteenth has now gone federal. Juneteenth has now gone federal. So, for much of U.S. history, Juneteenth has been a day observed mostly by Black Americans commemorating the symbolic end of slavery. Since the reckoning reignited by the killing of George Floyd last year, though, the tide has changed enormously. All but one state, as well as the District of Columbia, D.C., recognized the milestone of Black liberation in some form or or another. Numerous companies marked the occasion by giving their employees the days off, um, and and on June 17th, President Joe Biden signed in to law legislation that would establish June 19th as June. National Independence Day. This makes Juneteenth the first federal holiday approved since Martin Luther King Jr. Day, um, which was established back in 1983. Getting to this point took long-standing pushes by activists, several legislative attempts, and the momentum generated by the Black Lives Matter movement last year. Juneteenth commemorates the moment in 1865 when the news of emancipation reached the enslaved people of Galveston, Texas. Um, though the day has been omitted from our history books And overlooked by non-Black Americans Activists and leaders have been pushing for decades To gain greater national recognition for it After taking a back seat During the 1960 Civil Rights Movement Juneteenth made a resurgence in the 80s and the 90s In communities across the country With Texas becoming the first state To establish it as a holiday in 1980 In 1994, leaders from all around the nation gathered at the Christian Unity Baptist Church in New Orleans to advocate for even greater acknowledgement of June 19th's significance. Um, The meeting will spawn a number of organizations and causes that will be dedicated to commemorating and honoring Juneteenth, including the National Juneteenth Observance Foundation. In 2000, a group of founders and uh, Chairman Reverend Ronald Mayers began to campaign to make it a national day of observance for all 50 states and U.S. territories to recognize it as a state holiday and observance. Miss um, Opal Lee, who is currently 95 years old, um, she actually took on the Juneteenth uh, recognition in less traditional ways. In 2016, the then 89-year-old Lee set out foot from her own front door in Fort Worth, Texas, with the goal of reaching uh, the nation's capital. Determined to see Juneteenth become a national holiday, she hoped that surely somebody would notice a little old lady in tennis shoes. She is recognized as the grandmother of Juneteenth, who continued to push for a 2.5-mile walk in her hometown, recognizing the two and a half years it took for the word of the 1863 Emancipation Proclamation to reach the insula people of Texas. Um, Five years later, her efforts have surely paid off, significantly paid off. So, um, yeah, President Joe, he officially signed this thing and made it into a national holiday. Um, We had two representatives, um, the Texas State Rep, Sheila Jackson, and the Massachusetts Senator, um, Edward Markey, both Democrats. They introduced the bill in their respective chambers to make Juneteenth a federal holiday, Um, but it was actually shut down, I believe, last year um, by a Republican representative by the name of Ron Johnson of Wisconsin. Um, These two individuals, they came back again this year to reintroduce It as a bill Um, And Johnson he agreed that he Would no longer block this bill From advancing so the Senate unanimously passed the Resolution last week Tuesday The House approved the measure On Wednesday and President Biden Moved it into law on Thursday for far too long, the story of our country's history has been incomplete as we have failed to acknowledge, address, and come to grips with our nation's original sin of slavery. Marky went into statement in saying so, you know, I celebrate the fact that Juneteenth is a federal holiday, but I gotta be honest, I'm a little conflicted. Um, Joe and Kamala, you know, there were a list of things, that I believe the African-American community was expecting. Um i.e. reparations, i.e. dealing with the school loan debt Um, a federal holiday was not on the agenda and it somewhat feels like a slap in the face when we can easily push for a federal holiday that's not necessarily needed Um, and governors of states are now saying yeah it may be a federal holiday but I'm not going to push for the people in my state to be off and be paid on this holiday Uh, hey Georgia um, it, it feels we, like it's we, a little, you know, we don't even, it's a slap we in the face. Have
1: to, we don't even have to go as far as pushing for it to be a paid holiday within the states. How about 15 of the states that it's a federal holiday in, there are state sanctions that enforce Juneteenth not being taught. Yeah in their schools here's my problem stop giving us symbolic victory instead of actually materializing change here's why i say that instead of defunding the police they painted black lives matter on streets come here that they have now
0: that they have now painted over with the rainbow Saying that <laughs> the the Black Lives Matters thing was causing more division and we need unity. So the rainbow is symbolic of the coming together of the colors, but also us standing in solidarity with the LGBTQIA community. Um, yeah.
1: So instead of raising the wage amount, we just clap for essential workers. We acknowledge you. Instead of Making sure that black people Can actually vote Come on voter suppression Especially in Georgia We make Juneteenth A holiday like I mean Miss me And, and me With symbolic victories
0: And they reverse the laws on state level That once protected black voter rights Saying that those things are no longer needed So, um, yeah, I I saw a lot of you Blacks out this weekend, as my sister would say, um, celebrating Juneteenth. And I believe that it was great. Um, But once we're done celebrating, let's let's look at the tangibles (laughs) and the tangible is our Asian American brother and sisters um, literally got legislation passed that protects them from domestic violence, like domestic terrorist violence. Black people, African-Americans have been pushing for these laws to be in place since lynchings, like <laughs> since 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 the nadar period of the 1920s, since the civil rights movement, since, you know, Reagan up, like they've been pushing for anti-lynching laws to be placed into legislation um, and to actually be recognized as a federal thing and it's still a no even the conversation about reparations um, even here in Tulsa um, I believe that they have a great mayor but when they started talking down about reparations he literally said wait 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 I don't believe that the current generations of Tulsans should be held responsible for the sins of their fathers so we need to have a different conversation about what reparation Looks like, and is reparation something that's necessary or needed um, for these Tolsons? We, hello, we we have proof that generational wealth was destroyed. We we have proof that these families would be in much different spaces had their ancestors had the opportunities to live and still own their property and still own their land. We have proof that the city and the state and the county seized land from these families that are now impoverished. And you're saying, whoa, 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 whoa. Before we push reparations, we we need to go about this in a different way. Okay.
1: Listen, while y'all are out here drinking your water and minding your business. Make sure that you're doing your due diligence so that the rug is not ripped from underneath you. That's all I'm saying.
0: And it's happening, Martin. I'm very concerned about what the next 20, the next 50 years is going to look like because when you sit down and you even talk with um, African Americans that are of our demographic and of our age, how many of them are talking about they don't vote? My vote don't count. Or how many of them are talking about Racism doesn't exist Come here Candace Owens She's the same age as us And Candace Owens is like Why in the world did they create Juneteenth as a federal holiday It's causing more division in our country I'm an American, I'm not a black American I'm an American, and I believe red, white, and blue
1: Let let somebody Let somebody Knock you upside your head and call you a nigga Okay Ooh. Praise God
0: Okay I would love to invite her To the let out We should send an invite That would be good To do a let out live With Candace Owens Child. And an L. Spencer Smith
1: you gotta I can pray. only
0: imagine
1: You gotta pray <laughs> make it i can
0: only imagine
1: so atlanta once again with the black excellence and we love to see it tyler perry and bishop td jakes made some powerful real estate moves this week as the two received the green light from Atlanta officials Thursday, June 17th to purchase over 130 acres in the city through two separate deals. Tyler Perry will buy about 40 acres at Fort McPherson which is an old U.S. Army base where he plans to develop an entertainment and shopping district complete with theaters retail shops and restaurants the Bishop's deal will see him purchasing the remaining 95 acres where he plans to pursue his own development project in affordable and workforce housing the Fort McPherson implementing local redevelopment authority approved the deals and now all available property at the 488 acre former military base which closed in 2011 are now sold or under contract the price of the land however wasn't revealed uh it's quoted as saying today is a good day for Mr. Perry he says that he's grateful for the opportunity this so that amazing. this get- Perry, uh, Tyler Perry studios to extend our footprint in Atlanta and create more opportunities for the people of Southwest Atlanta with restaurants, entertainment venues, and other business opportunities. He says that I'm looking forward to collaborating with my friend TD Jakes on his separate, but adjacent project. And I also want to thank governor Kemp and mayor bottoms for their continued efforts to make it a better place. Perry previously purchased 330 acres of the land where his Tyler Perry Studios now stands. Tyler Perry Studios is surrounded by more than 220 acres of green spaces, has 12 sound stages and 21 movie sets on site. The new land is adjacent to his current property. Governor Brian Kemp called the joint announcements a real shot in the arm for an important community within the state of Georgia. Significant Goodbye. job creation such as this will create more opportunities for hardworking Georgians and surrounding small businesses, which are the real backbone of our state's economy. It hasn't been confirmed when the sales are scheduled to close, but Brian Kim can go to hell. I said that
0: you know and i i did oh <laughs> like Kemp, what yeah that yeah we 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 going yeah we going to lead it
1: meanwhile meanwhile i think we still can't go tour the governor's mansion no but the whole state is open
0: just mean, me- meanwhile meanwhile we have proof that he stole the election from Stacey Abrams hello like skip me hello skip skip oh okay but shout out to um, the people's bishop and uh, Tyler Perry for this black excellence move Um, I wonder it's it's interesting to see how there's such a a shift in where entertainment is now being housed in our country um it's almost as if tyler perry is setting up an enterprise that is competitive um with that of hollywood um and the beauty of it is just like we've seen Tyler and Bishop come together and do something absolutely amazing, um, the spirit of God, the intelligence of Holy Spirit that is on the inside of us enables all of us to do something similar to them. So although we might not necessarily do it in the area of entertainment the way that they've done, fam, you can do it in the mountain of education. You can do it in the mountain of science and medicine. You can do it in the fashion industry. You can do it in culinary Um, There are so many areas that we'll be able, we all have the capacity to show forth and display black excellence. Um, This is what kingdom is and I can absolutely get with all of it. On one hand, you have one individual who is making a power move that is generating um, jobs and then you have another individual who is making money moves that is producing adequate and sufficient housing um, for those in Southwest Atlanta. And if you guys know anything about the topography of Atlanta. Southwest Atlanta is the historic black area of Atlanta that is now significantly impoverished um, and they're going back in and ensuring um, that the people within that community can also get something that they can live by um, and this area is going up for sale Gentrification is a real thing uh, Red light zoning Is a real thing And unfortunately a lot of Families are being forced out But I think it's beautiful to see um, Black men Black men coming in and Attempting to do something excellent In that area So fam for sure. Listen Y'all have been outside Like it's right
1: and I'm sick of it.
0: I'm go sick home. of home. Please go home. But the city of Atlanta is now announcing that Freak Nick is set to return as a three day event this fall in Atlanta. Yes, Lord. Freak Nick is coming back to the city of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So, Freak Nick is set to return as a three-day event this fall in Atlanta. It is also known as the Black Spring Break. It was started in the mid-'80s by students at the Atlanta University Center, and it quickly grew into an annual retreat for thousands of young Black Americans. This event will take place in Morris Brown College on October 8th through 10th. And I was kind of conflicted when I read that, that it was going to be on Morris Brown's campus, because it's like, fam, y'all just came back? Like... Y'all just,
1: you just
0: got it together. But that ain't none of my business. I mean, they need the money. So, (laughs) hey, if it's going to generate and bring money to the campus, if it's going to generate and bring money in a level of awareness to the AUC, as an AUC alum, shout out to Morehouse. um, Yeah, do what y'all do. I I celebrate it. Um, As reported by the AJC, the lineup includes, catch this, Adina Howard.
1: I can be your freak until, until the, day. the day,
0: until, until the, the dawn. dawn, and we can boom, boom, all through the night, till the early morn. Okay. Um, so, Adina Howard, Project Pat, Lil Scrappy, Ray J, Pastor Troy, JT Money, Paul Wall, 95 South, DJ Unk, Field Mob, A Ball, and MJG. Yes. It... it, it yeah. Isn't it? It's kind <laughs> It's a little. It's a little up and down, up and down, up and down. But it is, it's 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 okay. gonna be a mode. Okay, then. okay, I think I
1: got a booking. I'm going to figure
0: it out. Okay. It's going to be a move. I really believe it's going to be a move. So um, the general manager for Underground Atlanta, George Hartung, goes on record as saying, I say it's a cultural phenomenon where we had a group of 200 thousand plus at one time African American youth in the city for a fun leisure and entertaining weekend um, he said I think the freak nickname as you know it is a brand that is recognizable across the country the Griot, uh previously reported Back in 2010, the Freaknik was banned by then Atlanta Mayor Kasim Reed, who's now in the running again to become mayor of Atlanta. Um, He was the mayor that actually stopped the citywide party because it was too much of a municipal expense and required a large policing force to keep the activities under control. In June 2019, a new family-friendly Freaknik converged on the city at the Serulous Amphitheater and Lakewood. Um, the lineup included Project Pat, Uncle Luke, The Brat, Foxy Brown, Kilo Ali, Bun B, and Pastor Troy. I'm still trying to figure out what type of fam- family-friendly freak nick was taking place with Uncle Luke being there, and Project Pat, and
1: Foxy Brown. Family-friendly to the point that I don't think that it was any murders reported that at that event.
0: I'm picking up what you're putting down. I got it.
1: And then, (laughs) too, it was at at Lakewood.
0: And it was at Lakewood, yeah.
1: Like, that's deep in the swats.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so the Atlanta based promotion company after nine partnered with the event. They said that the tickets then were ranging from $46 to $221. Um, but now they're saying that with this new freak Nick that's coming this year, that the tickets will be quote unquote more affordable. Um, so freak Nick, um, is Atlanta's black history all day long. And they are bringing it back to the AUC and Morris Brown as we both unite, um, in the restoration of efforts. That's what Carlos Neal of After 9 Partners goes on record as saying. Fam, listen.
1: You know, as a now African-American adult, I can admit that I felt a way. Yeah. Because by the time we grew up and it could was actually do yeah. something, yeah. it was gone. Yeah. I'm not saying that I won't, I will be in the Dancery, but I'm not saying that it don't look like it might be a move.
0: It definitely looks like it's going to be a move. I just wish that I was still a student at Morehouse because fam, not, not like my freshman through junior year, but like my senior year at Morehouse where I got a little liberated. Um, because you're this definitely,
1: my, you're definitely
0: legalistic. Baby, I, I got freedom. I got I got freed up. Round about them last years at Morehouse. Listen, Frank Nick as a college student, huh? It just Beam seems, me up, Scotty. Let, let me be there. Just, you're stupid. It just ain't, it ain't
1: what it used to be, man. Like I
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think that they will ever see the freak Nick of the 80s and the 90s ever again in the city of Atlanta.
1: We just won't see life and culture.
0: We won't, Mark. And
1: won't. grown African American me, like there's a part of me that wishes that I could experience yeah. adulthood in like the 90s. Could you? Uh, we missed out, man.
0: God what be knowing. We, did. and
1: I'm, I'm, we didn't. We, and because we, be we grew
0: up, you know? We we God, had childhood at that time.
1: God, God be knowing, because he definitely <laughs> knew that he couldn't deploy me in like the 60s and the 70s. Because who would be like,
0: who would they, be out of here? Me? dead to, I mean dead to the bed cause. What you mean I can't drink here? I can't eat here. Y'all ain't got no colored pies back there? Okay. Listen,
1: shout out to Atlanta. Uh, Mayor Bottom's trying to get the hell on though.
0: She is. Keisha is trying to get Keisha out. (laughs) Okay. Damn. Keisha trying to get out of there.
1: My God. I don't Mm -hmm. blame her. I don't blame her. You blacks and non-blacks have I'm pretty sure Keisha doing like a rinse on her hair cause she probably gray yeah. like gray gray cause y'all these past couple of years y'all have done the African American
0: but to, to give kudos to Mayor Bottoms she held the city of Atlanta down to oh, be a sure. mayor during the pandemic oh, and for over sure. an international city
1: Oh, for sure. And not even just a pandemic, but the racial tension of 2020. Yes. yes. In the midst of a global pandemic. Yes. In an she turned it to Auntie home? Keisha. Bam. She
0: turned it to Auntie Keisha. Now, I done said, y'all need to go home. Oh. Bam.
1: I I just need her, her macaroni to be better. Don't you put that on the internet? We love you here at the Letout. Don't you put no? Don't you
0: put that on the on Instagram no more?
1: You ain't never seen her macaroni and cheese on Instagram.
0: She put it on there like twice, and I'm still trying to figure out why was it so dry. Like, what happened?
1: We all right? Mm-mm. Don't you? Mm-mm. I
0: think she was using Del Vita slices. All
1: right, bye. As we're talking about Atlanta. <laughs> Cause you're stupid. And I figured out that I just have to ignore you now. <laughs> like you are unraveling. I'm sick of it.
0: <laughs> oh then bless me. Martin, did you not see them burnt them noodles in the keisha? <laughs> and then and then she went back and made a statement say well my family love it no your family is giving you mercy eating
1: damn <laughs> who don't have that bone of grace in their body me us you remember mm-hmm. that friends we went to <laughs>
0: <laughs> them oxtails <laughs> and that red velvet cake
1: who made this Damn, <laughs> this this client I'm talking about. <laughs> Stop talking. Fold your plate up. Fold your plate. Give it to me. I'm gonna put it on. Top oh, oh of you. you
0: talking about that one? You talking about that one? No, I was talking about the one that was before that one that we went to. Yo,
1: oh, I forgot, that about forgot about that. that. Yes.
0: Yo, we ha- Roger. We they have- use red food dye. You know what? Never mind.
1: <laughs> sweet, sweet cornbread dressing. Like, is this cheesy?
0: <laughs> and then that friendsgiving, we did that year. <laughs> it was like the 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 chicken was bloody on the inside. Oh, I forgot about that. Who made these greens? Yeah, I didn't even have to wash them. They was already pre-washed. Uh-uh. uh uh Because uh, uh, uh. what you not going to do is play in my face. Uh-uh. All of this grit on the top of this pot. Uh-uh.
1: Are y'all okay?
0: Listen. Mm-mm. And they was standing up, too. <laughs> Won't food poison me? Uh-uh.
1: Y'all finish y'all plates fast, did? Did?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Send up their mouth to you. Give me your plate. (laughs) (laughs) These drinks so good. This this Sprite, child, got is phenomenal. (laughs) Come on, this ginger ale.
1: Thank you. (laughs) With this light ice. (laughs) This is terrible. (laughs) Ginger ale with this light ice.
0: It's so refreshing. They never horror. invited us to another uh, group dinner ever again. Uh-uh,
1: we not eating this. And who is absolutely okay? Me. Me. Oh, okay. Don't invite us nowhere, because we will talk. We will roast. And
0: y'all put us together? Oh, God. Go
1: gathering. And then y- people be pissed off because we be in our own world, cackling. Laughing. Uh-uh, what they laughing about? You. You. <laughs> <laughs> You (laughs) who gonna move us? (sighs) Hmm. Bless me. Hmm. Uh, Speaking of Atlanta, ten toes down. Uh, Ti and Tiny Harris are under investigation for sexual assault and drugging in Los Angeles. Months, months after a string of victims came forward with allegations against the couple spanning multiple states. The Los Angeles Police Department confirmed the investigation to the Daily Bee, saying the investigation was currently open after an unnamed woman spoke to police virtually in April. The woman is represented by Tyrone A. Blackburn, the attorney who previously sent letters on behalf of the multiple victims calling for criminal investigations into T.I. and Tiny in California and Georgia. Blackburn also told The Beast that another woman who he's representing, Rachelle James, spoke to the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department earlier in May. Although the Las Vegas Police Department did not confirm that investigation, Vulture obtained her police report. Mm. T.I. and Tiny have repeatedly denied all, all of the uh, allegations against them with their attorney now telling vulture magazine that the couple has not spoken to or been contacted by police including in los angeles and las vegas so the unnamed la woman claimed in a police report obtained by vulture that a man at a mall invited her to party with ti and tiny Huh? When the couple when the couple did not show up, the man and another man invited her and her friend to meet them at a club the next night, sometime between May, January and May in two thousand and five. Uh-huh. So the woman remembered having two drinks at the club before Tiny gave her and her friend sips of a clear drink that tasted like Patron tequila. Say what now? But she did not see Tiny herself drink.
0: Wait, okay.
1: Later, she said that she went back to T.I. and Tiny's hotel room without her friend, who was not allowed to join. Say what? She said... She then showered with T.I. and Tiny, and they gave each other massages while naked. Then she said... Your child. You are a child. Your child. Because what she thought about is tiny being shaped like that lemon bottle.
0: A bug's life.
1: This is why I don't talk to you. This is why. <laughs> she then said she felt sick and T.I. put his toes Mercy. in her vagina. Mercy. That's not funny. She told him to stop she said to police and then went to the bathroom to vomit she said that she last remembered lying naked on the hotel room couch before waking up the next morning and noticing that her vagina was quote very sore and had a burning itching sensation
0: jesus
1: her account <clears throat> her account matched the one blackburn detailed in his February letter, you make me sick. In his February letter calling for investigations.
0: <laughs> calling they for allegedly investigation. out here giving away BD. <laughs> There's so much in this story.
1: So what now? The free world knows. That you have athlete's foot in your vag.
0: Oh my God. You're the fool around and let this man jack up your pH.
1: Because that is the thing. I, okay, so
0: was it clean feet? It's just so, it's so many questions that I have. First of all, allegedly... You get in. You met somebody at the mall. Did you know them beforehand? Like, what year did you grow up in? Because if you was born in the eighties, you grew up in the nineties and the early two thousands. They taught us stranger danger. You don't just go with anybody. I still go by that, and I'm a whole adult. I don't know you. Where I'm going with you? I don't even travel by myself. Hello.
1: Furthermore, let us be at, at somebody's church. We came
0: together as a
1: team. We, we leave it together as a team. So
0: your friend, oh, okay, y'all met him. Y'all met him allegedly. You met somebody at a mall. You get an invite to have a private party that they don't show up to. You then go to a club. Y'all take drinks of something that tastes like Patron, but you then not watch it get poured. That's another red flag. Then after that. You and your homegirl split up. You're invited to go back to the room, and she wasn't. And your friend allowed it to go down like that, like, huh? Okay, so you get to the room allegedly, and allegedly y'all are taking showers together, and you're you're giving massages together. At what point? did you not think that something sensual or sexual was not going to go on like
1: here's where I have pushback uh huh God bless y'all taking showers together and massaging God bless y'all that is your thing do what you want to do I can't tell you huh who the socket to I didn't write it it's a song. <laughs> now, I have Ooh. seen a lot of things in my day. Some that I'm not going to recall because this is a family-friendly show. Jesus. However, comma. Hold on. Oh, no. oh, God. Oh. In all mm. of my years of living, nice. I have never in my life, a, your, t- your feet First of all, don't don't put your feet anywhere near me. Let's start there. But your toes in in me, nigga.
0: Now, you have to, you, no, no, you. I, have I, to, I just I just want to put this chip and salsa on the table. I just want to put this chip and salsa on the table. I mean, you know, hey, when you got, when you come up in this thing. And you, and that thing is thinking, things happen. So Roger, I'm not, I'm not excusing it, Roger. I'm just saying, when a thing is
1: thinking, hell no, <laughs> hell no. You mean to tell me that you just so caught up in the rapture of love that you are okay with somebody put?
0: Damn, I'm just saying. A to- we, Look, uh-uh-uh uh no, no. Because because the truth, the truth, no, because the truth of the matter is this is why we need to have authentic conversations centered around sex and sexuality. When you are in an intimate moment, when you are in an intimate moment, oftentimes, yeah, you have your boundaries and you have your limits, and I'm not saying that you do this with everybody, but I just know that. Give me the words Holy Ghost I just know That when you are and, and and maybe maybe I'm speaking from a deficit Because I'm also speaking from the context of marriage I don't know anything about having sex In the context of a jump off I don't, I don't know anything about that That won my bag I just know that in the context that I have lived When a thing is thangin' It, you're bound. You're bound. You're in a vulnerable place, and I'm not necessarily saying that it was okay for Ti to put his feet, allegedly, to put his feet anywhere on this woman's body without her permission. But what I am saying is, I can't judge that because when a thing is thinking, things happen. That's it. That's all. That's all I'm saying. You knew when you went to that hotel room, you was gonna end up popping. You was gonna I'm be popping with bugs, like you, you was gonna I'm be popping still... with little Listen,
1: Grammar. listen, Linda, it. listen. I'm still stuck on you talking about when a thing is thing. Ni- you ain't gonna thing thing your no foot, nigga, Are you okay? Are you okay? I wish. Oh, I wish. I wish your feet, nigga. Your feet. You ain't never had your toes suck while well, in the moment. I don't. Uh uh-uh, uh. That's not my bag, fam. Don't. Mm-mm. You, we're not having this conversation on this podcast. <laughs>
0: <block yet. laughs> oh, my God. that may be what that couple is in you you get what I'm I'm saying
1: I'm not yucking your yes that's what I'm not yucking your yes however comma you have to die there's no other way around I have to kill you there's no other way around your toe, your feet, nigga. Your, oh, you have to die. There's you no. You know, way you know.
0: I had a personal thing with feet before I got married. I don't touch me. I'm not rubbing them. No. But you know, I found bone of my bone and flesh on my flesh. I i on sigh. Shannon, Roderick out here telling people that he put his feet in you. No, I did not say that. Don't don't disrupt peace in my home. I did not say that. Now that's something that we not gonna do. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's something that we're not gonna do. We we still we still believe in being wholesome when we come together. Hallelujah. Uh but I'm just saying, you know, I I had a thing against feet. And now I enjoy a little foot rub. I enjoy kissing feet. So, but that's my business. Um,
1: if my future husband is listening to this podcast, you can have whatever you like, except don't, oh, don't you put your, cause you just have, you just gonna die. You gonna have to die. The man of God can have whatever he like. God, have my see. How, however, comma, Call by. however he know. like, my God! Don't you put oh. your Don't you put your Oh, don't you put your your feet, your feet, your feet.
0: Yeah, your feet. that that's 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 kind of low. That's that's ain't no kind of that's low
1: furthermore for
0: somebody to put their feet in your body. Sex.
1: Furthermore, you niggas out here barely bathing. Some of y'all don't even wash your legs. Yeah. Your feet.
0: We found out a lot during this pandemic.
1: Mother Mother Martin and my daddy told me, if you get in the bathtub and your feet come out dirty, your... (coughs) Ooh, I can't say what they said. Your, your whole body
0: is still dirty. Your whole dirty. body is dirty, yes. Nasty. Yes, yes, yes. Basically, allegedly, this man turned her uterus into a tennis shoe. I can't say that. Her cervix became a Gucci flip-flop. Her fallopian tubes came, became a toned out with you
1: y'all play too oh see this is why and we've said this before and i'm gonna say it again this is why you have to talk
0: to people You gotta talk fam yes. y'all
1: out here you blacks out here you whites too but specifically you blacks Are out here being caught up in the rapture love, and y'all not asking the questions that need to be asked.
0: Does this do? I I, I don't know if we're gonna be able to debut this show. I (laughs) it's just so much.
1: Does this do something for you, Nick? Oh, you gotta die. You have to die. That's the equivalent of you. That is the equivalent of you spitting on me.
0: It's it's up there. And if you spit on me.
1: Where else you going to go? Well, oh. Bru- Ooh, th- I don't want to. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs>
0: Y'all let, let's 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 wrap this story up. Let's leave it alone. <laughs> let's leave it alone. Cuz God can handle it better than you can. Leave it alone. Oh, Jesus. Oh god. In other words, we just saying don't be out here allowing your thing to be thanged and it get thanged out, okay? Um
1: let's normalize mm. not divulging what goes on in your bedroom. I don't care. I don't want to know.
0: Well, I would want her to divulge this because it sounded like somebody took it. And then jacked now, up a now, PH now. in the process. So, no, I need you to divulge. Now,
1: no, no, here, here's the thing.
0: If Jesus. You're mar- if
1: you're married and y'all are consenting in the marriage bed, keep that to yourself. I don't want to know that. Yeah. I don't want to know that. It's, keep that to yourself. However, comma, I don't want our tackles to send the message that we yeah. are minimizing rape because that is a serious thing.
0: That is a serious thing. These
1: are serious allegations. Yes. Um so we definitely don't want that to be taken as we're making light
0: of what is being What, what about her friend? I'm still stuck on this damn friend. Lady. You just let your friend go like that? We be at church. We be at church. We go to some food spots. We can even be at a gathering We ain't never been in no club or nothing like that. But but, I don't care if that is prophetess and bishop and apostle, such and such. Where the hell are you going? And who going with you? You going by yourself? We don't know them. No, you going home. Come on.
1: Huh? Even, even, even down to... Mm. This is why I'm convinced that people have different definitions of friends and like the job descriptions of friends because even down to a
0: dating,
1: who the hell is that? Like, I know you, I don't know him.
0: I don't know them. Yep. Yep. Yep.
1: And it's like, even as a brother, I know for myself that it's like like woman of God I don't care how starry eyed you are at the end of the day if I don't have a release and am I good it's a uh uh-uh. uh you grown you can do what you, you grown, wanna do
0: but I'ma tell you
1: yeah that's, that's yeah that's rich
0: And don't call me like a baby girl called Diamond. Shut up. What's her name? Ebony. Don't don't call me like Ebony called Diamond. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about you down in room 203. (laughs) That is not (laughs)
1: funny. You going to hell, man. And I am not going to... <laughs> nope. Getting off the train.
0: Don't call me. You down in room 203. Well, how did you get there?
1: Questions that need answers. Y'all play too much. And I don't want to be involved. <laughs> I am praying for the woman of God and her pH balance. <laughs>
0: said it was stinking itching what did she say Burned, burning, and itching
1: and very sore like did he like he scraped okay never mind <laughs> like how did you get assaulted with a toe what are y'all doing and if he allegedly put his feet in you has like tiny been taking toes don't answer that Don't answer that. Uh, what's next? (laughs) You're a
0: child! (sighs) Mercy God. Mm. (laughs) Y'all, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. This is the part in the let out where the problematic cousins um, have slapstick conversation where we look at some of our cultural nuances and we literally push the envelope. Welcome to popular Opinion. In this edition, we are calling it They Lied. Millennial Struggle Love Edition. So, you know, growing up, there were a lot of, I think that we had we probably had like the the back end of one of like the golden eras of R and B music. For the sure, the nineties R and B, early two thousands R and B was such a vibe and such a move. Um, so we just want to just analyze some of this. So number one, Alicia Keys said, "We can fight like I a unbreakable." Who, who fight like I Can'tina? What? Which fight are we talking about? Are we talking about the fight where Tina whooped Ike in that limousine and she had to run out in the heat of traffic in order to get away from him? Or are we talking about when Ike smashed that cake in her face, telling her to eat it? Like, which, which fight are we talking about? I don't want to fight. Look, if I got to love you and fight you all at the same time, mm-mm. if I got to fight you to love you, mm-mm. Mm-mm.
1: First of all, you can skip me. What about when Mary J. said uh, would stop breathing if you told me to? Mary. First, of, first of all, I'm i I'm, I'm not a, a Mary J. fan. I've never I've never been. But beyond that,
0: sis, who
1: who gonna stop breathing? Who?
0: Who? I, what yeah, about? What what about SWV? I'm so confused. I don't know what I'ma do. And they were in the studio singing about another woman's man. Fam, can't nobody and look. Can't nobody love me down like that to where I'm okay with being aside anything. This was before I was married. This is while I'm at I'm not about to be aside nothing to nobody. I'm the entree, huh? I'm the main course, huh? Okay. How'd I buy C? Okay. But we were singing this full chest at what about, six and five years old.
1: Hell. What about and Steph? He's mine. You may have had him once. But I got Ooh. him all the time. Well, first of all, go to hell. You can have him. <laughs> I said what I said. Are y'all okay? Y'all are not okay. Y'all are not Okay. What about uh Blackstreet? If you take your love away from me, I'll, I'll go, go crazy. crazy. I'll go insane. Like it was a lot of stalker R&B.
0: What about uh Jade? Don't walk away, boy. My love won't harm you. You stalking this man? He clearly don't want you. Listen. Ooh, what about um. Brownstone, if you love me, say it. If you trust me, do it. You are pleading that he shows you his affection. I gotta plead with you to show me that you love me.
1: <laughs> gotta fight every night to prove my love.
0: What you doing, my woman? I'm alright. Right. <laughs>
1: First, just. What was who who sung that? Your man is my man is your man is my man is her man too. A- ain't
0: that uh Jenna Jenna Oku, you know I jack up a name.
1: Janae Aiko? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> but number B why did I know exactly who you were talking about <laughs> so it's m- <laughs> the same difference of my <laughs> fault as it is <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said it so strong I did <laughs> Jenna Aku? but I gave you the
0: warning. I'll, j- I'll jack up a name now oh I'll jack it up I sure will. I will jack it up.
1: The point is... Y'all play too much. And I don't have time. Just skip me. Why is struggle love so profitable?
0: Come and talk to me. I really want to meet you. And he literally describes this woman's whole body. Sir, you are going to jail.
1: (laughs) That way... (laughs) We talk for a minute. Yeah. Girl, I want to know your name.
0: She she doesn't want to talk to you.
1: I wanna Kevin. know Tevin <laughs> was stalking this girl.
0: And hey, can't we talk? Sure was. Tevin Campbell. It was a bob though. Boom boom, It was That's not the bop <laughs> <film,
1: though>.
0: bop. <laughs> It Last was. night, I. <laughs> the only person that once sang in a struggle of was Luther. But Luther once sang it to a woman.
1: Especially Fat Luther.
0: Ooh, 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 ooh,
1: ooh. Fat Luther with that curl, didn't, that didn't curl all the way. It just right. never curled completely over. Those were pops, though. Bum, 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 bum. Mm hmm. We gotta
0: do better. But you asked the question, though. Why is Struggle Love so profitable? And... I think it's a number of things. I think... Top one, Top three? uh, Disney jacked a lot of people's minds up.
1: A whole new
0: world. Of Struggle Love. Aladdin and Jasmine. Struggle Love. Beauty and the Beast. Struggle Love. Sleeping Beauty struggle of Rapunzel struggle of there's always some type of adversity they have to overcome in order to be together right um so yeah i think the the whole Romanticizing persona that Disney gave to this generation, like that old school Disney, I think that that's that's part of it. Um, I think another part of it um, is actually rooted in slavery. There, because our ancestors were not permitted to love, and they had to fight so much in order to be together and stay together. Trauma is passed down, period. Like trauma, trauma is absolutely passed down. So some of this stuff, we don't know what healthy love is because. because Because honestly, a lot of our families Have never perceived healthy love I had this whole persona I love spicy women She gotta have a little bite to her right? Um, And a little bite, talk to me crazy I think it's sexy Sir, hello My little sugar foot That ain't her I mean, she got it in her now But I I had to pull it out of her Praise God Um, And then I think the third the third one is just doing introspective work. I think yeah. that it's a reflection of the lack of self-value and self-worth. I'll just take anything that come my way. I want somebody to love me. So I'll just take I'll just take anything. So what you want the DL. So what? you know you confused in whether or not you want a man or if you want a woman Um, so what you know you have four baby daddies and you pregnant with a child that ain't mine but we've been dating for the past year like my god so what you don't have a college degree and you can't read and your credit score is 225 you hold me at night
1: Oh, I think we we even stumbled up on something.
0: Because mm-hmm. that's 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 the thing. thing, and then the pressure that the church put on uh, blacks, black I millennials. Even, I don't even have the time. The way that these pastors and religious leaders have been like matchmakers and have put these gay people with straight folks. And telling them that homosexuality is a sin and you're going to hell, but in order for you to function and to work in ministry and to grow your platform and your ministry, just go ahead and marry somebody. Uh-uh. You done jacked up two lives that you're going to be account- held accountable for. Fact. Fact. Or that whole it's better to marry than to burn. So Which we we just stupid. It's stupid. So we just out here hopping up and getting married because we horny. And we want to feel okay about us having sex instead of just having the honest conversation about sex and sexuality and saying that even from a biblical perspective what we think it is it's not and to challenge the toxicity of purity culture that's what we're supposed to be doing so they ain't gonna like us when Mac and the bride pop up with these sex classes I got time cause we gonna talk y'all make me sick so, that, those were my top three what about you what you got
1: I don't even think I need to add to that that's, that's, <laughs> that's yeah yeah cause ooh I will say that you blacks need to stay out of people's DMs especially if you know you like men
0: that part Never. that part
1: because what are, mm-hmm. what are we doing here? What are we doing here? What are we going to do? Match foundations?
0: That whole part
1: What are we going to do? Swap? Lip gloss?
0: And it's, and hear us, it's a difference In being androgynous Yeah. And just being straight up I'm attracted to Somebody of the same sex And I, I also think that it's a difference Between being effeminate and yeah. being a straight-up, you know, same-gender-loving individual. Um, and vice versa. There are some very masculine women that i met. And they're not, for real, for real, they're not lesbian women. They Legit. It's just, it just is what it is. Um, but then it's some very prissy, prissy women that's like, yeah, I want you, but I also got a girlfriend, too. Well, wait, what? Hello.
1: Fam. So. Stories that we could tell about being... Young preachers Yes In sacred spaces And on the road Yes
0: Yes Would blow Your, your mind. mind And even some of these Married couples Like Married 20, 30, 40 years And you get in the back And they're inviting you Into their bed
1: Thank Like you. Hello
0: That is a yeah. real
1: thing What I'm saying is And I think we've said this before um, On previous episodes Whatever your truth is, stand up in it, it, bro. Stand up in it, Says, but have enough courage to take that truth and submit it to the absolute truth, which is Jesus Christ. Whatever whatever you stumble upon as your truth, have enough courage to submit that truth to the lordship of Jesus Christ. That's all I'm saying.
0: That's it. All day long.
1: I feel like we're going to have to revisit this. In a oh for sure Episode cause you said something about The toxicity of purity culture
0: Fame mm-hmm. Purity culture Has jacked a lot of people up And it is still jacking people up You know some people are not willing to have sex With their mate Because of purity culture I would. Like purity culture has literally Robbed you of the pleasure Of sex
1: yeah, that's nice to
0: me, cause. Hana <laughs> sa.
1: Who gonna be unavailable?
0: Oh, okay. All right. Uh, volume two, my f-
1: man.
0: Who got All quiet right. after they got married? B.
1: I would never. The
0: so answer is.
1: Okay. Don't. Don't. Don't make me regret my mixtape, okay? Just stay away from it, okay? Thanks. Enter in. I'm so uncomfortable. (laughs) The point is, we're gonna circle back at some point. The point is, yeah, city of purity culture. That is a very valid conversation.
0: Yeah.
1: What What is What is next?
0: so next we have mirror mirror this is the segment um, the last segment in our podcast well where martin and i we actually sit down and we have real conversation you know we're 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 gonna laugh We're we're us all day but we just feel as if there are moments and times where you have to put laughter on the shelf and you have to have a come to jesus meeting so this is our meeting with the man and the woman in the mirror welcome to mirror mirror
1: So, not only has the block been hot, but these church streets have been set ablaze, Hmm. and I'm not sure what you Blacks and you Whites are doing, but
0: my God. Too much and not enough all at the same time.
1: That part. So, race, reconciliation, and the Pew. There has been a lot to do and a lot of talk about race relations Mm -hmm. within the church and the fact that is it possible for us to have a tone-deaf gospel? Mm. One of... Um, the major things that has happened in the past couple of days or so, I want to say in the past three days, the worship collective called Maverick City Mm -hmm. um, put out a Juneteenth EP. Yeah. um, And the internet kind of had a lot to say. And it was like so I really think that it is worth talking about is it possible to have a tone deaf gospel? what do you think what do you think about that do you think Maverick City is tone deaf?
0: Hmm. um so first I, I don't want to move an assumption um so how would you define? tone death gospel because I mean tone-deaf can be a multiplicity of things tone-deaf can be in a literal sense um your notes are off <laughs> your music is off um uh another perspective of a tone-deaf gospel could actually be it's presenting the gospel of Jesus Christ but it's a skewed place of um uh, or maybe even a place of obscurity When it comes to the gospel of Jesus Christ What do I mean by that? Any gospel presentation of Jesus Christ That is void of social justice That's tone death Any form of gospel presentation Of the real Jesus Christ of Nazareth That does not present God As the God who stands on the side of the oppressed That's a tone death gospel um, A gospel that is showing us The beauty of the Lamb but not showing us the beauty and the royalty and the power that's found in the lion that's a tone-deaf gospel or maybe even a gospel that does not um, cause us to be challenged in the area of even our identity our Christ-centered identity It talks about us being seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus if you're telling me that all day long but you're not dealing with the fact that I was born in poverty I'm living in poverty and I'm living through poverty and I don't know how to break these systemic cycles of poverty, then that is a tone-deaf gospel. So for the sake of our conversation, for the sake of the question that you pose, Martin, what do you mean by a tone-deaf gospel?
1: So racially, tone-deaf, according to the Urban Dictionary, is a person who cannot tell that they're being racist with their words or their actions. Mm. Um, so to drop that in the context of wow. a gospel presentation, be that a preached word or mm-hmm. a saint, like a, 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 performed or sang song.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. To drop mm-hmm. that in the context of the gospel. Yeah. A person who will present um, a gospel message, be that a sermon or a song, and they're oblivious to the fact that there are racial undertones or it could be kind of insensitive.
0: Yeah. Um, Do I believe that that specific entity has the capacity to be tone deaf? From the definition that you've given us, yes, absolutely. Um, have they been tone deaf? Yes, absolutely. Um, have they made attempts or strides in order to adjust themselves? Um, I believe that the creation of this album was a very cutesy, flowery way to adjust um, the tone deafness, but I do believe that in a sense it was maladaptive. Um, I can recall in times past where, um, some of their artists and some of their leaders have taken to social media and have actually said, I don't see color. Um, our God isn't a God of, of color. Color isn't important. It doesn't matter what shade you are. Um, at the end of the day, it's all kingdom. Um, and my pushback is, well, one, how do you define kingdom? Uh, because all of the definitions that have been pushed in the rhetoric that has been pushed with kingdom jargon comes from the evangelical cult. cult. And the evangelical Are um, anti, you know, anything dealing with women and women having autonomy over their own bodies. Um, The angelic and evangelical culture, they are against, you know, the LGBTQIA community and the rights and liberties. But they're also against, in some regards, African American or POCs um, being able to have autonomy um, over their being. Right Um, from a legal And a national perspective So For me if you're pushing kingdom agenda And it's laced in this evangelical Culture and rhetoric Then that in and of itself is already Oppressive because the kingdom that is Oftentimes presented by the Evangelicals does not include Anybody Who is not male and who is not White Um, So that's kind of like my pushback with that Um and then there have been artists that are connected to um, this gospel entity who actually took to social media um, during the, the riots of, you know, things that happened back in 2020. Um, and even currently this year, because a number of them are Black men who have children that they are responsible for that are Black males as well. Um, and even in them attempting to raise and lift their voices, they received a lot of pushback and a lot of flag, not only from people outside, their listeners but also individuals from the inside as well and in some ways they had to redact some of what they've said right um so do i believe that they present a deaf gospel um i believe that they have the capacity to and i believe that they have in the past um i know i currently don't listen to gospel music um i got an opportunity yeah. to listen to um some of it I think it was the song with uh La carr on it um and I couldn't I you know um I feel you. yeah so I I I yeah and 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 for me it's how do you walk the fine line of presenting the gospel standing in the truth of what's happening but also Use your platform and your power to flip and overturn tables and I think of a great example in the likes of Transformation Church and Pastor Mike Todd. Pastor Mike Todd on Sunday gave away one million dollars and the language that he used the entire time as he was giving to minority groups was we are kingdom. We're not waiting on the government to correct what's wrong. Reparations is here now. And it is time for the church to rise up. And then he would um the the church, they actually wrote a song um uh, where they are admonishing God to build your church, build your church, we're your church, build it from the ground up, we're your church. And the language that they kept using during the entire time to bring about this whole notion of unity was. You're the church, we're the church We're not talking about a building Each and every one of you that's standing here, you're the church So simultaneously, I'm pointing out to you And I'm highlighting out to you That people of color have been done wrong And people of color are due The due process of reparations But since the government won't do it And we've identified that the government won't do it We'll take our place And we'll do it in the in the ways that we can do it But to ensure that we're reaching all people All at the same time, fam You are God's church I'm God's church No matter what shade No matter what color you are We're all God's church And we're asking God To build it from the ground up Because this is something That we can't do On our own So I appreciate that And it was a fine dance And it was done In my opinion Very well Um, I hadn't, I have yet to see somebody use their platform on that magnitude to present the gospel of Jesus Christ, get people saved, but also highlight the injustices, the atrocities that have taken place against a specific people group, but at the same time, tied all back in with unifying everybody under the power of the cross. And to me, that's real kingdom. So yeah, did that answer your question, Martin?
1: It did so much so that I don't feel like I have anything else to say on the on the back end of that.
0: Dang.
1: And that never that never really happens. Mm. I think that was a complete. Yeah, I think that was a complete offering. I'm impressed.
0: So, my question to you is if they are presenting a tone-deaf gospel, how do they how do they not? Because it's, it's definitely going to require a shift in the culture. So, what does a culture shift look like? Yeah. What does the culture shift look like? Sitting in
1: reality. Mm. Because historically, the in, the evangelical church and just that entire kind of situation mm-hmm it's like they attempt to be oblivious to reality. Like, I'm on this bubble and I'm on this cloud with Moses and and Jesus and and Paul and the disciples and it's like, okay, but we're down here Mm -hmm. and down here black men are being hunted for sport. Yeah. Appreciate You singing Kumbaya. But if we go outside, we still have like modern day lynchings happening. Yeah. Like make that make sense. You have to be in touch with reality and not just your reality, but being empathetic to the reality of those people who don't look like you. Just because um, a injustice is not happening to you, it doesn't mean that it's not happening at all. It doesn't um, devalue or minimize the fact that it's an actual thing. Like, yeah. racial matters, it's it's still an actual, ongoing thing. Like, I have a problem with us coming in here, singing Kumbaya when you're in a state that is actively trying to suppress black voters.
0: Yeah. And that makes sense. That's trying to suppress black voters.
1: Not just that, but if you are a white man or a white woman who is leading a congregation that is quote unquote multicultural, quote unquote. But you have a high percentage of black and brown bodies in your congregation, and you can't directly speak to the systems that are oppressing them under the guise of race racial unity. And this is kingdom skip me. That's that's
0: bullcrap. And you may need to give up your church. Yeah, you you may. The individual that has done it exceptionally well, Cheryl Brady.
1: 100%. Oh,
0: my God. Pastor and Bishop Brady, they have done an amazing job in sitting in the fact, yeah, I'm white. And I understand that I have white privilege. But I also understand, too, that in me having white privilege, there are some white folks out here that are killing people that look like my grandchildren. And I'm going to say something. Factual. Factual. Yeah. And come
1: what may, whatever comes with me saying yeah. this statement,
0: I still say what I said. But period. I still say what I said. Um, so to
1: shift culture, you have to be in—you have to be in touch with reality.
0: Mm, that's good, Martin.
1: You have to be in touch with reality. Mm -hmm. That's just like we train in um, sacred spaces. So when we come in and we do trainings, whether it's leadership trainings, whether it's trainings on intercession, when we come into um, a situation and we are presenting present truth, we understand that you can't pray culture out. You have to train it out.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: And the first step in training is awareness.
0: Awareness.
1: You have to be aware of what's going on around you.
0: And what's the greatest difficulty oftentimes that I'm even noticing with pastors is that they're unwilling to tell the truth about the culture of their houses. Fact. Come in and teach my people how to pray. Yeah. But you haven't created a culture of prayer in your Come church. On. So why am I here? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I think, too, um, on the heels of Maverick City releasing um, this Juneteenth album, um, one of their leaders, Chandler Moore, um, and his wife they actually got married, and you know, congratulations, shout out to them, Uh, and Chandler and his wife both, they um, released some of their pictures on social media, and there was a particular picture where his wife was backing it up on him, and social media went into an uproar, and it, it brought about a number of questions for me One, I didn't see anything wrong with it I mean, they're married Let these people be um, But the other part is Was it so much of an issue um, What Would there have been that type of cry out Or similar cry out If she had have been a black woman instead Because some of the comments were um, He's demoralizing her um, he's hypersexualizing her. He's humiliating her. This is pornographic. Um, and mind you, they are still in their wedding regalia. I mean, like straight up tux wedding gown and she's you You can tell that they're genuinely enjoying a moment of enjoying each other's bodies and this is what they're presented with it was a fun look and this is what they were presented with so much so to where um i believe chandler actually had to come and make like a public statement um where he apologized but he still you know stood ten, to- ten toes down and saying look this is us, <laughs> we did what we did and we're unapologetic about it and, you know, so um, what What do you think? What's your take on that, Martin?
1: Um, I don't think that it would have been as big of a to-do she mm-hmm. was in fact a Black woman. That's a thing.
0: Um, why is that? Is because it that black women are already sexualized, we, hypersexualized or what what do you yes, think? Yes.
1: We don't view black historically. We don't view black women as image bearers. We view them as pieces of property. Mm. Mm-hmm. And historically we live in a country and we are even a part of sacred institutions that strip the autonomy, like the autonomy of black women, mm-hmm. like it is stripped away. So I think that's a thing. Um, I also think that it's a problem because we don't have a healthy grasp on sex and sexuality and a, and the, we don't have theology to match it either. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If I am ashamed in my sexuality, if my sexuality is unhealthy, I have no other choice and I have no other Avenue, but to project my internalized shame on you. So I think we've said this historically on this podcast that there has to be healthy dialogue and theology like Christ-centered theology around the topic of sex and sexuality. And I think yeah. that when we fail to do that, we'll continue to have displays like this that blow up out of proportion. And two, people need to read the Bible, like, in its full context. Yes. Because the scripture slinging that I've seen on it's Shirley Caesar's internet, what y'all, what y'all read?
0: Please tell me. And clearly they skipping over the scripture in First Thessalonians chapter 5. This explicitly says, mind your own business. That part. Um, okay.
1: I think it's also wisdom to say that everything shouldn't be for everybody. Absolutely. Everything shouldn't be for public consumption. Um, what may not be a stumbling block or a sin for you could be that and more. For the next brother or sister, so I think that it is, um, it would be very sagacious to not put everything out for public consumption, and that's just sagacious. Business.
0: Then I might see. Sagacious.
1: Is this not, not wise, man?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I think that was the takeaway for for me. I mean, now we free round here in McBride Manor, but sure. there's just some things we won't. We won't necessarily post. We won't necessarily share. Even in us doing Mac and the Bride, we'll have very much so candid, um, very, very candid and transparent conversation. Um, But as far as providing you with imagery and videos and pictures and all of that stuff, that's just something that we don't do. Um, But that's us, though, you know. Um, So I prescribe to the school of thought that says if modesty isn't your personal culture? Don't try to show up in the world as being modest because now you're not being your true self. Yeah. You know, um, but my, modesty, that's us all day. Um, so if that's who they are, then I celebrate the fact that they showed up in the world like that because it was free and liberating for some people just as much as it could have been a stumbling block. It was also free in seeing somebody that anointed and that gifted still being able in their humanity to enjoy their significant other. Um, But I also understand as well that with your platform and with your position and with your posture in the lives of people that you don't know, there's still a level and layer of responsibility that yeah. you have. Um, and that's just something that the old school taught me. Um, don't be out in public drinking, you know? Yeah. Um, if that's something that you do, you do that in the privacy and the comfort of your own home. For sure. Uh, not living a lie or anything, but yeah, pipe that down. So I get it.
1: This was Definitely. good. That um good. that was my that was my last um takeaway. Um with influence comes great responsibility and what troubles me about our generation is that we're so we're so gunning for popularity, we're gunning for Platforms we're gunning for stages, and we don't want to pay attention to the responsibility um, that comes along with it. Um, 12-hour prayer for me was a monumentous moment. Um, I'll never forget it. And with all of the oh my god, I'm so proud of you, and the
0: like yeah. this is amazing,
1: even with. Um, literal giants in the faith laying their hands on me Um, it wasn't a rah rah moment for me it was very sobering yeah, because it put me in awareness of the fact that there are literal lives and destinies and purposes connected to my obedience to the Lord um so if anything i pray that not only that we get a fresh baptism um in the fear of the lord but that we get a fresh awareness of the responsibility that comes with leading and serving um serving god's people a charge to keep i have yeah a calling to fulfill a god to glorify man those, those that means something And I pray that we can get to a place where, yeah, man, we'll have a fresh baptism in the fear of the Lord. And again, a renewed awareness of um, what's connected to our yes, man. Yeah. So this was good.
0: This was real good. Yeah, it was. Now, that's how you do a mirror mirror. Thank you, God. That was good. So Martin, how can we find you? How can we connect with you?
1: Uh you can't. Huh? I'm fine. <laughs> um uh, you can find me uh on Instagram and Twitter. Okay. You mm-hmm. can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Um ask me that again cuz there's no we're going to have to edit that.
0: Completely. So Martin, how how can we find you? How can we connect with you?
1: You can't.
0: Huh?
1: Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> nah I'm playing Um, you can find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Shardemus that's S-H-A-R-D-E-M-U-S you can also find me on the book of faces Sharday Martin Unlimited Um, y'all keep requesting me and I'm capped out but we over there so that's a thing Um, you can find me on my website um uh, uh, Prayers from the Vault is yet streaming on all digital outlets so go pick that up share it with somebody thank y'all for loving us the way that you do and supporting all that we do um, people don't have to be kind fam and the fact that people rock out with us yeah, like for real for real yeah like it it does something to my nervous system man so yeah we're out here man i got some really amazing stuff coming up in regards to the vault um you guys have begged and pleaded and threatened and asked how can you be a part of um the vault experience so keep your eyes and your ears open the vault vanguard is a thing and all i'm saying is atlanta and chicago my god we we out here so yeah keep your keep your ears to the pavement we got something good for the people in uh those regions so what about you fam
0: I love it um yeah you can find me on instagram broderick.mcbride um you can also follow me at mac that's mc and the bride as well um where my wife and i we are creating content around being young black millennials who are married and deeply in love. um you can also find me on facebook as well i am capped out too and y'all are still requesting but i'm there Um yeah. And you can also go to my website, broderickmcbride.com to also connect with me there. And I have a book that I dropped at the top of the year. Yes, you do. That's still selling. Um, it is called The Pursuit, a guide to intercession and um, yeah it's on Amazon you can get a physical copy and the Kindle version will be available soon so we'll be doing some things with that this summer maybe this fall um, and yeah that's it that's what we got this was good
1: for the first time back
0: the first time back this is very good this we, is very good
1: we, we ain't gonna, we gonna leave y'all like this no more
0: We're not, but we ain't gonna be in the house all the time either, so there's that. We love y'all.
1: Ooh, excuse me. Uh, this has been great. Shout out to all of y'all. Uh, the views expressed in this podcast are exclusively that of Broderick L. McBride and Shard A.D. Martin, so don't be calling my... Please
0: don't. Thank you. (laughs) thank you come see us she just gonna give me the air horn anyway. <laughs> bye clown bye y'all